Okay, so we're just going to go straight into it. They're going to now talk about your sex story. So tell us about how. I mean, I'm I'm happy because personally, I was an active part of this journey. <laughs> you know, the whole moment of being, you know, celibate through the courtship period, keeping yourself even during the dating and all, marrying as a virgin. So tell us. How that journey went. Yeah, tell us about yourself. All right. Story. So, um, um, my, my brain start from the beginning of the beginning. Mm. beginning. <laughs> okay. So, um, if I met my husband, like I've had experiences. What abuse, kind of business? Okay. Abuse. You know? <laughs> what someone's <is> wondering. <laughs> abuse, and then um, mm. of course, before I got to the point where I was willing to like let go and just yeah. tell God take over. Yeah. Touched, you know, yeah. all of that. Yeah. That, of course, you look back now and you're like, I'm not proud of any of those things. Yeah. Why did I even make room for them? Yeah. But you know, they are all part of the journey, yeah. right? So, um, meeting my husband, and at some point, the enemy, you know, I, I, I got to a point literally where I told myself that I wasn't a virgin. I didn't want to confess it mm. because I felt like. I've made a lot of mistakes. Don't like, you just love? Don't you just love the sincerity? Like in this conversation, it's I, golden. I, I I told myself that that I wasn't I I wasn't proud to say that I was mm. because I felt that I had made mistakes. I had, mm. you know, I always wanted it to be a moment that I would have with my husband, mm-hmm. and then, and the reason why I did the things I did. Not trying to, you know, cover mm. up or anything. Things lead us to the yeah. things that we do. Yeah. So one of the things that led me to it was fighting to keep something that wasn't supposed yeah. to stay. Yeah. Right. And then getting to a point where you're now vulnerable and you're like, Whoa, oh, anyone that comes. Yeah. Right. But I now got to a point where I made up my mind that see, eh, brother coming, brother going. Whether you stay or not. Yeah. We're not even a kiss. We're not having any of that. Yeah. You know, because at this point, and I think we all get to that point where we're willing to like, really let God yeah. do something for in us yeah. and in our lives. Mm-hmm. So, I just got to that point and I was like, and I broke off ties. Like, yeah. everybody find your level. <laughs> I just I just did all of that. And then when my husband came, to be sincere, to be sincere, Sexual compatibility was not a thing for me. Mm. I just and you know I know I mentioned that first that what we over spiritualize these things mm. and we don't pray for these other areas. Well, let it not be your driving force. Let mm. it not be the thing. Let it not be the goal. Mm. You need to understand who you are. You mm. need to understand purpose. Yeah. So because of the assignment, and yeah. I'm not, I'm trying not to delve into the whole concept of marriage, what marriage yeah. is, the agenda, the purpose and all of that. I don't want to delve into yeah. it because it's a whole thing. Yeah. And when the Lord opened my eyes to it, the day my husband, I knew my husband was my husband, holy, holy reverence yeah. <laughs> fell on me. Like, you know, so it wasn't, this wasn't a thing for me. And then we got married. So while I was in my courtship or relationship with brothers, you know, there was this person, the first guy I ever dated. So he would always tell me that he never married a virgin, that he just felt that, yeah. you know, he was going to make a yeah. wedding night so long. You know, he just had a lot of reasons yeah. why he, he didn't want to marry a virgin. And so our wedding night, nobody prepped me. And so this is my sister here, with my husband. Yeah. You know, nobody prepped me. And this is my sister here, 
she you know nobody nobody had my time they were just saying oh you're married in fact she was telling me go in there and make us proud <laughs> and the only thing on my mind was and my wedding a night to my wedding i barely slept and in the morning i was telling her that if you remember i was telling you that i couldn't sleep that i was not thinking that this thing will happen tomorrow i'm not in any way prepared and in fact that's something i'm going to tell ladies out there sometimes you even think that you've got it all together it's not what i was experiencing yeah, yeah. but when you're getting into marriage that you know is on purpose you know that this one is different it's yeah. not it's not the things i was doing out there yeah you know so the following day um after wedding my sister here kept saying it's today. She was the only one that kept reminding me that it's that thing is today. Have you done it? <laughs> so, um, the wedding night, everyone left. So it was myself and my husband. <sighs> first, it was the first time, um, like taking off my clothes in front of him. While we were dating, you know, so when he visits and I want to change, I'm always running into the bathroom and coming out, you know. So he would laugh and say, one day, you will dress in front of me. So it was always funny to me whenever he said that. So that day, he just reminded me, say, now today. So, you know, I, we, we got to the point where, of course, you know, things still happen and I wasn't having it. I, if there's a posture to take me, I don't know if there's a posture to take. If there's anything to wear, I did not know. Like, it was just yeah. so foreign to me. Yeah. And I remember walking into the bathroom. Yeah. And I sat on the bathroom floor. And the first person I called was yeah. this my sister. Yeah. And I said, she said, I knew you were going to call me. I was just waiting for your call. I said, my sister, it's happening. And before I called her, you know, the enemy started whispering rubbish yeah, to me. Yeah. He reminded me of the person I wanted, you know, the mm. first person I dated who also said he was not going to marry a virgin and all of that. And so the enemy brought back that memory mm. to me. And, you know, in that moment, the Lord just reminded me that, see, I didn't bring you this part to leave you yeah. messed up. Yeah. You know, and... And I called her, of course, you know, she laughed and said, oh, I forgot would have bought this for you and all mm, of that. She yeah. just sort of encouraged me yeah. and said, don't worry, you'll get through it. Just go back, be sexy. Gave her her advice. I went back, sexy, walking work, nothing. I took my phone and I started watching videos on first nights, you know. I watched oh and watched. God. I gave my husband and I said, watch your own part of the video. Oh it was so funny. The night was messed up, but nothing happened. And then my husband came to me. And you know, in I, I also forgot to mention that while I was sitting down on the bathroom mm. floor, the enemy just reminded me that see, your husband will just leave you and go outside mm. and get it done and just come back. Nothing, you will not know. But I knew that I was married to someone with a track record of consistency, of faithfulness. Yeah. Like, so before when I got married, if you noticed, I was putting up that I was married to God's son. Yeah. You know, so it was it, it was a, a, yes. a, a moment of God had given me his word. God had given me his promises. Yeah. I had seen certain traits yeah. in God that said, these are the things I want in a man. Yeah. And my husband came with them. Yeah. So while the enemy was trying to remind me, of course, he was trying to shift my faith and all of that, you know, but the Lord reminded me. So while I was just, you know, in the, in the room and we're seated, we're having a conversation about it. And then my husband held my hands. I said, let us pray. And I was looking at him. I was like, let us pray. 
when we cannot even when I, I cannot even allow you be happy yeah you know but then we prayed and he prayed about our sex life just pray god i give you this you know work it out for us i'm not so going good. to pressure my wife you know he was saying things and i was just looking at him like really yeah so after the prayers um this journey took 12 days anyway wow so <laughs> every day would go out like newly wedded couples now we'll go out go to the supermarket and there i'll tell him i'll show you this night i show nothing <laughs> Upper day, I'll show you this night. It's nothing. Um, I got tired of saying I'll show you this night because the guy was even frustrated. Like, what kind of showing? What do you want to show me that I've not seen? So I got, you know, I just got tired. But something yeah. amazing happened yeah. also. Um, after our child wedding, we're coming back and doing our counseling. At the time, we've not had our sex class. Yeah. So we're coming back and then we saw this book and we just felt, okay, let's get it. I can't remember. But um, what's the name now? Something marriage bed or something. So we bought the book. And when we went for access class, we were I'll like, get the title so I can post it for someone. Yes. Too. So you know, they now during our sex class, they were like, Oh, that there's a book we need to get. We're like, is it this book? They say yes. So oh, we've gotten it. They were like, Oh wow. So we knew that it was the Lord leading us, but we didn't understand what the Lord was leading us for. Because if we knew, and I never opened that book, my husband now became dedicated, reading it morning, afternoon, night, you know. And so we're trying to practice some of the things in the book, you know. It helped us in, it really helped us. Okay, so now let me run to the day. Yes, yeah. The day, so I don't. What uh, happened? What happened? So, um, my husband's uncle was in the hospital, and um, he was really sick, and um, we went to see him. And after seeing him, the Lord told me he was going to die. And I didn't know how to turn to my husband and tell him that he would die. And, um, you know, when we came back, my husband was really, was really down because that's like an uncle he grew up around. He loved him so much. And so he was really down. And I didn't know how to talk. I was, I was just looking at him. So I said, let us pray. Let's pray for your uncle. I said, okay. And so we're fasting and praying. But to me, I knew. So I felt that in that season, I could just tell God, you know, just change this thing, let his uncle not die. Yeah. You know, so we're praying. And then um, I had this covenant prayer day, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So on the Tuesday, I was also praying. I said, you know, I told my husband that I was praying also on that day. So he said he was going to eat, that he had prayed, and that he would trust God to do what he wants to do. So I was in the other room. I took the other room to pray. So I was in the other room and I just sat on the floor and said, In Jesus' name. The Lord said, You have sex today. I'm like, Father, I'm saying in Jesus' name. I did not come here to talk about sex. Like, I, it's in Jesus' name, I'm saying. You know, and he was like, You have sex today. I'm like, Okay. So, so stand up. You're going to have sex with your husband. I'm like, Is that how it works? Can you Like the Holy Spirit. Like, it did not make sense to me. And he up. said, stand up and have sex with your husband. I'm like, really? So I was like, what have, been, what I, what have I been trying to do? Because it didn't make sense. Yeah, like, it time. just felt like you're telling me you've not been trying to have sex yeah. with your husband. So there's a whole lot when it comes to this whole sex compatibility thing, mm. right? Because there's a lot that leads to even you asking yourself, is this? am I going to be compatible with this person? Yeah. There's a lot. You think it's just... It's just you asking questions based on experience and all of that. There are other underlying things that you're not even aware that you're dealing with that can be an issue. So let me just go back to it. And so I was like, okay, what do you mean by um, I'm having sex with him today? I should follow you. Like, I should follow your lead. 
like, Lord, how do I follow your lead on this? He said, so trust him. I'm like, okay, what's that? Mm. And so, um, you know how they say that the first sex is really painful, mm. yeah. blood everywhere? Mm. Nothing. Like, I literally... I literally well, what I'm trying to say is that I literally yeah. listened to God through the journey. I, I don't know how to I don't know how to help you. So it's safe to say that the the major stronghold was a fear stronghold based on what people had said. Well, I ca- I can't say okay. at this point yeah. what the stronghold was okay. anyway. So, but then it was amazing, right? Mm-hmm. After the first time, so yeah. I, I felt like, oh, is it this simple? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's this easy, let's go the second time. Mm-hmm. Oh my and god! So the next time, because I felt at that point, I felt like, oh, okay, it was I mean, it was in my power. Like, mm-hmm. what what what? How mm-hmm. how hard can it get? Mm-hmm. You know. And so the second time, mm-hmm. I was in so much pain. Wow. And the Holy Spirit said, you think you can live without me? Wow. So there's not see literally mm-hmm. your journey with God. Mm-hmm. When the Lord says in, in your own power you can do nothing, mm-hmm. He's not saying when you go to work, mm-hmm. you can you cannot work on your own, mm-hmm. or that you cannot do ministry assignments mm-hmm. by yourself, mm-hmm. or that He means that even to your eating, you cannot eat yeah, by yourself. Like it's it's God, God is part of everything. You know, you know how I told you, like, I struggle yeah. with a lot of things yeah. Yeah. at the first time, yeah. at the early stage of our marriage. Yeah. And, you know, I kept telling it then that I realized that every part of marriage, in fact, every part of a Christian's life, yeah. but since we are talking marriage today, every part of marriage is purely the Holy Spirit. Yeah. There's no me, there's no us, there's no he did. Mm-hmm. It is purely the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Now, let me tell you something you now revealed to me after the act. Okay. So I, I felt that past and I was like, okay, so whatever stronghold that was that you know kept me from not allowing myself to yield mm-hmm. or just allowing my husband to touch me mm-hmm. or you know just feel good. Yeah. Whatever it was, whatever stronghold that was, thank God it's been broken and mm-hmm. all of that. And then later, the Lord now reminded me that I had had a record of abuse. Yeah. So I didn't know that it was affecting my being touched. Yeah. It was affecting my being, you know, so many memories yeah. that I didn't know that I was withdrawing Drawing from. from. Yeah. So sometimes your fear is not really fear of what can happen or what mm. cannot go wrong. Yeah. But you're just scared that maybe just the unknown may happen. Yeah, yeah. And myself and my husband currently we have we, we purely just sit down and we have sex talks. Yeah. Like we just have those moments. Yeah. Just to evaluate, okay, what do I do right? Exactly. What do I not do right? Exactly. How would you love to be touched? Exactly. These things, this is me being sincere, yeah. right? Which is very, very, very important. Yeah. Don't let that person have that conversation with someone who now becomes a bestie. Yeah. You know how they say, oh, the guy that reaches out to someone and that says, even if it's his fellow guy, but let him not reach out to the guy to now express his innermost fears about sex when you are the one he's having it with exactly. and he can't have those conversations exactly. with you so you should be open to say babe um i think we can do this better exactly. i think you can do that better exactly. you know even as i we just clocked two years yeah and um on that day no the week leading to it we made sure that we talked about so many things yeah. and of course we talked about sex and after talking about it you do better. Hallelujah. You know, Praise God on that. So, right? God. What I'm trying to say is that 
have these conversations. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't make you unrighteous. Yeah. And let me also say, when you're in a courtship leading to marriage, talk about sex. Yeah. Talk about it. You're not talking about it to have it. You're talking about it to be more enlightened. Yeah. So it's okay, you know, like I said, God is not You mean talk to each other talk to or each talk to other. other people? No, talk to each other. While the both of you, please don't have sex talks with doors closed, curtains, everything yes, locked. Yeah. Please, you're putting yourself in a very bad situation. Yeah. Now, this is something we didn't do. We didn't yes. do it and, you know, of course, I think it was part of our struggles yeah. because we didn't know, he didn't know that I had had series of abuse and all of that so it was when i felt safe and all that i was like okay can i talk to you about something and mm-hmm. when i told him he didn't condemn me and mm-hmm. all of that so please let him know yeah. that you've gone through this so yeah. i think if he had known maybe you would have known that oh that's why my wife is struggling with yeah. this maybe that's why yeah. she's she cringes when i touch her yeah. you know yeah. so it's okay to have those conversations okay. let them in yeah let them in okay so thank you so much sis that was such an amazing amazing conversation you touched on so many things so many things um but i want to say that i think the most important part for me and i think one thing we should hold on to is the fact that the holy spirit is our literal helper God gave us the Holy Spirit Such to help her. I mean, Such I always help. remember a scripture that says that I like that part where God was speaking to the Israelites and he said, Is my hand too short? Like, I feel like his heart was breaking. Like, you need something. Like, you need Am something I not and, and able you know, to do you know, it. About it? And that's what we do most times with God. Like, let's know this is not for God. He can't this handle area. it. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit is there to help us in See, every what, part what, what of our lives. What we also miss out on, sorry for continuation. No problem. What we also miss out on is, I'm a, I'm a being yes. formed by God. God. Yes. It's, see, we can be carried away so much that we forget. Yeah. Yeah. That you're, you're literally a being. Yes. I, I wish I could explain it better. Yeah. See, when you're having sex in marriage, mm-hmm. your spirit is there. Yeah, it's your spirit. Yes, it's physical, but it's your spirit. It's is joining that, is our that, spirit. Is, that, is as there as is. Is like someone walking in yeah. and just sitting and watching the. Well, it's it's that, is that is that is that easy? So imagine. So what we now say about people who are trusting God for the fruit of the world, exactly, and they literally say, "Holy Spirit, come in, make it happen Help today." Us. Do you understand? So it's, it's just you know what happens again is the devil perverting what God has yeah. already. So yeah. I think we as Christians, it's time to also bring back our minds to realize that this thing is is from God. And so if I'm a single person trusting God to get married, I should trust God in that area as well, that he will help us. And back to the topic of being a new creature, regardless of what my husband has been through before he met me, you know, or the guy I'm going to marry before he met me, or what I've been through, oh, we are new. Can I please, can I please add that yeah. you never get, you never have a better yesterday. Of course. No, like, when, when, when I mean you, you never have a better yesterday, I mean that sex in marriage can never, ever, ever, ever be like sex That's so good. Hallelujah. Have they not lied to us about that? It can never, it can never, ever. Once you know mm. that God was a part or is a part yes, of your journey, yes, yes. he started it. Yeah. He He's still there. Mm. And you guys are still walking with him. It can never see if there's something that your spouse is not doing right, God will shed light on it. Yeah. Like he puts his touch light on it. Yeah. As I say, see this area, work on it, work on it. There's so something good. here. And so then good. he corrects it. And then you guys move to the better part. So but he never I remember asking my husband that 
you know, what's the best part of having sex in marriage? And he said that after sex, sometimes what comes to his heart is a song of of victory or just <laughs> just an amazing and he's just singing and he's like, How did I just have sex about the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> this is Jesus song right now. Like, but so when good. it's outside of marriage, yeah. the condemnation that as hits in, you, you're like, What did I just do? You can't even remember the phone. You're remembering the enemy is telling you how you can't sing in church. Yeah. You lift up your hands and say, bring it down. Yeah. You are just slowly bringing yeah. down your yeah. hand. And you're looking around. Who who saw me yesterday? Yeah. Who, who, see? And that just takes me to the next point. Where we're going to just wrap this up a bit. I want you to just speak to two people listening to us. Um, the sister who is... Okay, first of all, I want you to speak to the sister who is keeping herself. You know, has been keeping herself. She's celebrating, but she has these fears in her yeah. heart. Like, oh, am I sure that person I'm marrying will be the right person for me sexually? Speak to that person. And then the other person who has not been, you know, has not been living very, very right sexually. Maybe has been fornicating and doing all of that. But is now at a crossroad where they're thinking about living right. How do they, you know, come back? How do they get it right? And then start this journey of celibacy and then trusting God still that they can get it right sexually in marriage. Okay, so um, I'll talk to the person who is celibate, right? Yes. Okay. It's worth it. So worth it. So worth it. It's not worth it as per um, being able to be the guy yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. he's the first person. No. Yeah. There's a reward that comes that you've chosen to acknowledge God. Like, God, see, this body, mm. it belongs to you. Yes. It be, it's, it's not that men are going to applaud me yeah. you know sing my praises i'm not i'm not interested in coming out to let people know that oh i married a virgin that yeah. doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. but that god can look down because it's between you and god yeah. it's and it's a heart matter there are people who are not virgins in their hearts because yeah. a lot of rubbish go down there yeah. and you know um, so just keep riding just keep going one other thing I did that worked for me which I would also advise the, the next person I'm going to talk to is that um, I don't watch movies with sex scenes yeah same here uh, just so you know as much as not just sex scenes kissing scenes I fast forward mm-hmm. like those scenes I fa- sometimes I just feel like See, I'm not a child but I just let, why let me engage in it <laughs> do you understand people don't know how the devil let's not go into that People don't know. We think we just want to go with the world. It's just, just, it's just no. Of recent, I was just asking my husband that some scenes are not so. They, there's no connection between those so scenes. So unnecessary. And, so unnecessary. So why are you bringing it in? Yeah. I'm married to a husband that is not always around. He's a captain, right? So he's always out there in the waters. So I feel like the water is his home. <laughs> the home is his visiting place. <laughs> Even in my marriage, I don't watch. Sex scenes. I don't watch kissing scenes. Just that if I notice that my husband is about to come back, mm-hmm. and it's as if I've become too comfortable, and this man will soon come back like <laughs> tomorrow or next tomorrow. Those scenes I go watch them yeah. because I'm preparing because it for does something. Some, That's do you understand? It does something to, to your you. mind. So even if it's, he wants to do something to my mind, it's building excitement that someone is coming. Exactly. But while so he's you gone, intend to engage in that, then why are you feeding, why you feeding on it? So yeah. please do not feed on them. Then for the person who is at the crossroad, um, there's something the enemy does. The enemy wants you the 
you know, um, the scripture, not a scripture, you know, the, the general quote, the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak, yeah. you know, um, is a combat between the spirit and the flesh. It's as simple as you saying, please, man, I want to pray and I don't feel like praying. It's the same thing. Yeah. So one of the things you need to do is to get yourself an accountability partner. Get someone you always tell, see what I have done, see what I have not done. Yeah. And you will not feel like telling that person. In fact, let me tell you, the day you are going to see that brother and you know that something will happen, you will not tell that person that I'm going. Yeah. Something in you will say, don't tell her. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. But you know, the spirit of the Lord will say, tell that person. Yeah. That if I go with that person. Yeah. So you must be willing, yeah. you know, to um, take that step. And like I said just now, avoid any sin. Yeah. Avoid any, just anything that will bring you to that point. Yeah. You know, you know what you're dealing with. You know what you're struggling yeah. with. It's... Of course, I'm going to say prayer. There are things prayer will burn, burn out of your life. The moment you stop praying, eh? Have you, you notice when sometimes you're very weak and then you just go in and pray. When you finish praying, you're like, where's the demon? Where's yes. the devil? Let's, yeah. let's kill you, right? That energy that you get from the place of prayer, you need it. You yeah. need it. Because even when the sin is coming, you remember, right? So you need it. And continue to study the word, yeah. the word of God. I feel like is the is the scrub that washes things of you. The more you study, the more you become like what you're studying. Mm-hmm. The more you become like God. Yeah. So it, it's it's like saying, and I'm helping someone who is also saying, I can't hear the voice of God. How can I hear the voice of God? Study the word. My sister here, I talk to you like almost every day. Somehow. Before, Somehow, now before. she's married, not every day. <laughs> oh, well, we talk. But when we talk, in our spirit, we talk. <laughs> and I can tell you that if I'm in my house and Glory Paul is coming in through the gate, I can tell you that Glory Paul is coming. Yeah. Because of the level of communication, mm-hmm. there are things I want to do, and I know what Glory Paul will say on that matter. <laughs> See, you don't need to tell me yeah. consultor. Yeah. Don't worry, I will tell you what she will say. Right. Yeah. So. When it comes to matters like this, mm-hmm. even the Holy Spirit will tell you don't go. Yeah. Yeah. And you you will know that after going and coming back, you say, But the Lord told mm-hmm. me not to go. And see, in that moment of condemnation, because I'm also trying my best not to tell you certain things. So, you know, the enemy can misinterpret a lot of things for people, but even if you find yourself in that scene and you come out of it. It's not the time to run. Mm-hmm. It's the time to run to God. Yes. It's not the time not to pray. In fact, as you're coming out from that sin, see, that's one thing I learned too. See, even if I lie now, yes. as I'm coming out from it and I've acknowledged, I'm praying yeah. in tongues. Yeah. On top of that lie, yes, yeah. it's needed yeah. because I need to get back to somewhere. Yes. It's important. Yes. What the enemy will do to you is to condemn you and you, you accept that I'm condemned and the next thing, you will shove it somewhere else and tomorrow you will go back. Before you know it, even the resolve Yes. to do things but, right and that's the lie of the enemy and where he now lie. says that you have already gone too deep yes, you can yes, save yourself yes, yes. and that takes me to what i want to say somebody might be listening and might be like what are these people talking about praying in the spirit and studying the word me i know if you know god do you understand and so there might be somebody who is not born again and that's why you said i, I love what you said at the beginning when you are born again you become a new creature and so if you're listening to us and you're not even born again the truth is you cannot do it by the flesh 
by the flesh shall no man prevail. Mm-hmm. So it's by the spirit. The spirit will help you. And so there's a need for you to first become born again, which is where we're going to next, of course. So since I'd like you to just in the next five minutes, please lead a sister or a brother who is just saying, okay, I want to get it right with God. How do I begin this journey? Okay, so um, I'll just lead you yeah. to God. That's yeah. the only way I can do it. I'm going to tell you some sermon or anything. But after leading you to God, you need to find the faith, you know, faith-based church, you know, somewhere where you can intentionally grow yeah. and find yourself a community that will be committed. And in fact, this also is for the person who is also struggling. Yeah. And one of the lies of the enemy is for us to keep our struggles to ourselves. Yeah. We don't want someone to know. Yeah. And we all struggle with this. Yeah. I felt, imagine telling someone to pray when you didn't pray yesterday. Yeah, and you've not pray- for one week you've not prayed, yeah. and you're encouraging someone that see the prayer is the lifestyle, prayer is the thing, you know. See, it's like okay, yeah. it's okay for you to have a community. I'm not saying come to a crowd or your church and now say congregation. <laughs> your pastor has not been praying for the past yeah, one month, yeah. but the pastor must. And I'm using that as an as an instance, please. But the pastor must have a community, even if it's a community of two. Yeah. three people but people that he can run to and say i have not been praying yeah. i need help so for you have someone those people a discipler that you can go to and say please i'm struggling with sexual sin please help me and then the person who wants to give them his or her life to christ so father we just bring your son we bring your daughter to you this evening and we ask that you do what just you alone can do yeah um this life is yours already <laughs> it doesn't belong to anyone else and so we ask oh god that this life is surrendered to you mm-hmm. and we ask that you would use this life for your glory for your purpose for your beauty that you just do all that you intend to do through this life and we pray over this world the resolve to just give you everything mm-hmm. come in absolute surrender to you that's resolve needed to come surrendering all all not sub all giving you all all of themselves making you lord over their lives savior of their lives lord we ask oh god that that resolve you know is breathed within them today and that he give you everything father we also ask for the right community let it find them and let them find it open their eyes to recognize that this is what i've been looking for in the name of jesus and the ones who are just struggling with you know the the guilt Lord, we ask for God that you will just lift the burden off them and show them your light. Let them see that it's possible, you know, to just live the way you want them to live and to bring you glory with their bodies, with their beauty, you know, with everything that you've given to them in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you so much for being a part of this. That was so, that was so good. And I want to thank everyone who just listened in. I, I hope that you can take our time to you know, really listen to the little details that were shared. You know, there were some points that she dropped here and there. I want you to pay attention to it. And feel free to share it with your loved one. Thank you so much for listening and see you again next time. Bye-bye.